Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Robin Sarkar, CIO at Lakeland Regional Health. In this segment, Sarkar talks about the four emerging competencies that are the focus of Lakeland's talent management program, why they believe this process is much more beneficial than simply relying on annual appraisals, and what he found to be the biggest challenge in moving from the business sector to healthcare. With all these things that, that your team and your organization are doing, it really highlights the importance of, of having a strong staff and having good people. And I wanted to talk about your strategy as far as um, holding on to and, and really engaging with, with the good staff people and, and what that takes from your standpoint. Sure. And, you know, this is one area where I think we in Lakeland uh, ha- have done something good, which, is, which would be interesting for others to look at. Talent management is a major focus. It's a major focus of me as a CIO, and it's a major focus in IT. So we, we actually don't have a performance appraisal system where, you know, every year somebody shows up and say, Robin, how did you do? Did you do good? Did you do bad? Of course, we do have a regular dialogue, but we do, what we do have is a talent management process. Mm-hmm. And what this talent management process, it focuses on career development, it focuses on aspirations, it focus on, focuses on training. And uh, we also focus on uh, four competencies. We actually feel that the, that the operational competencies, Kate, things like infrastructure engineering, EPIC certification, network management, application support are really core skills. Mm-hmm. They're kind of the price of entry. Yeah. Okay, so you've got into healthcare or you're working in an IT, but how do you get better? How do you provide exceptional care? So what we found is we found that there are four emerging competencies which we really focus on with our uh, team in a structured way. Number one is project management. Um, everything is a small or big project, and how do folks have the ability to uh, manage stakeholders, You know, look at issues and risks? Second is analytics not just the technical part of analytics, but the ability to move information to insight and wisdom and how can we work with our clinical and revenue cycle partners to take action on the data. The third is collaboration and partnership. You know, how do we work with the fellow health systems and demonstrate soft skills and conflict resolution skills? I think the day of, uh, you know, an IT person, you know, sitting somewhere and just um, hunkering down and coding is, is, is way gone. So, we have to partner um, and work with our colleagues. And finally, as we are constantly challenged to do more with less, and being in IT, you know, we have an enterprise view. How can we uh, have developed lean and six sigma uh, skills and performance improvement? How do we eliminate waste? How can we reduce variability in our clinical operations? These are the four skills, project management, analytics, collaboration, and Lean and Six Sigma, which we're really focusing on in our IT team. So what we do, uh, Kate, is we actually have a a structured, uh, you know, talent management kind of template, and we have a a twice-a-year dialogue, and I, along with the manager or director, so I'm involved personally in this process, and I have a dialogue with each and every uh, IT employee twice a year, you know, a little unstructured, you know, how are you doing, where would you like to go, how can we train you and help you to leverage your potential to the fullest? So this is a really uh, interesting process, which I think we have generated uh, good results uh, in our IT team. And uh, in the last three years, we have had 100% of our IT management positions 
filled up through our internal candidates in IT through this talent management and development process. And we have also exported talent to nursing, to performance improvement, to radiology. And when I say exported, I'm talking about into management positions uh, where we have developed talent and um, exported them to other parts of Lakeland Health. Okay. What do you think is is the key to that success rate? I think the the employees uh, feel that that there's a plan, that there's a career development plan. And, uh, you know, if I'm doing something today, you know, there's something down the road for me and the organization is investing in me and therefore let me invest back in the organization as well, uh, as opposed to a performance appraisal where, you know, the customer is really the organization. Yeah. That's a really interesting um, initiative. And it's nice to see because I feel like we're seeing something of an awakening across a lot of industries when it comes to talent and really, uh, you know, nurturing talent in, in the right way and moving away from, like you said, the, the annual appraisals where it can be a list of, you know, things you need to work on or what you're doing wrong. That's correct. So this puts the employee at the center of the dialogue and not the organization. Because in a performance appraisal, it's what did you do for me last year? Right. And our talent dialogue is what can I do for you? Right. I can imagine how you've gotten a good good reception from that because it's it's, it's more of a discussion. And, and that's something that, that uh, obviously you plan to continue. Yes, we, can, we plan to continue and accelerate. And this is a continuous process. You know, I, uh, as an example, I, I had a talent dialogue uh, today with one of our employees um, who does an exceptional work in my, in my chart. And, you know, I sat with her and uh, uh, the EHR ambulatory manager. And, you know, we bounced around a few disruptive ideas. She said, I'm very happy with what I'm doing. I said, okay, but what about something else? Would you like to lead a project? Would you like to integrate a practice? So we keep this open uh, dialogue a little open um, and um, so that we, you know, we can bounce our own ideas on what's best for her, what's best for her career, and what can keep her really happy and excited with future challenges. Right. Okay. Now, looking at, at your own career, you've been with the organization for about three, three years? Yes, this is my fourth year at Lakeland, and before this, I had uh, worked um, in different uh, industries, primarily in banking, with Bank of America, and with Whirlpool Corporation for a large number of years, and uh, I have worked in China and uh, Italy and India before being stateside for the last 10, 11 years. Okay. So definitely a broad perspective and, and not the typical career path of, of the healthcare CIO. And what made you interested in, in the first place in getting into this industry? I had an exposure through a membership of uh, nonprofit boards. And um, it certainly, uh, you know, looked an industry and, and which has certainly been proved to me at Lakeland uh, where, you know, you can bring both your mind and heart to work. I really have a purpose every day. I consider my job not as an IT professional, but as a caregiver. And my job is to provide hope to our patients and customers and save lives. And that provides a tremendous uh, you know, purpose and, and motivation for me and everyone else who works at Lakeland Health. And we do have a very interesting program called Bring Your Heart to Work, you know, which I really see is, um, you know, is deployed here. And what is that program all about? So what, what that program is, is uh, an opportunity for all of us to share ideas, to share stories, 
to share examples where folks were inspired to go above and beyond in helping and working with, uh, with our providers, uh, providers and patients, and also to reward and recognize some of the stories uh, which I've heard here, you know, actual uh, stories of people who have gone way beyond their roles uh, to step up. And when you hear this, you know, you get inspired and you do something or somebody else does something. So it's like a, a collective uh, rush. Sometime last year, uh, our work in this area was even recognized uh, through a write-up in the Harvard Business Review. Oh, wow. That's a pretty, that's a pretty nice honor. <laughs> yeah, so this yeah. really helps people to, to learn, learn more about uh, the people they work with than just some of the, the surface uh, things that we might usually hear. That is correct. And, and also, it, it helps to keep a positive spirit. As you know, healthcare is a challenging industry where despite the best work which we do sometimes, you know, you're not able to always save the patients or you're not always able to prevent bad things from happening. So this is a way for all of us, you know, to rally together and and keep positive uh, in a challenging work environment. Right. And what did you find to be the biggest challenge in coming into healthcare? I would say one was learning and gaining trust of my clinical colleagues and my other colleagues. As you know, healthcare, probably like higher education, has a heavily tenured leadership. What I mean is there are a lot of leaders with decades of healthcare experience. So when a senior leader joins from another industry like I did, which is probably not the norm, it did take some time for my healthcare colleagues to understand how I could add value. Right. And um, I would say another challenge was adjusting to the speed and cadence of healthcare. Right in particular areas or just in general? I would say just in general, Kate. Mm-hmm. Especially since coming from finance, I'm sure that's, there's some big differences there. Yes, one of the things I liked about healthcare was the long-term orientation. I came from for-profit industry, and as you know, for-profit industries are sub- sometimes subject to short-term pressures. Okay. It's certainly a different game. And now, as far as... Um, taking on the CIO role so that that happened somewhat, somewhat quickly in. And was it just the right set of circumstances that led you to you know, taking that, that step to CIO pretty quickly? Yes, I would say, as in many other cases, you know, luck plays a big factor. Sometimes you just happen to be the right person placed at the right time. Right. Although, though, you haven't been in the industry too long, obviously, you're, you know, you've gotten uh, very familiar with it. And any thoughts on uh, where where you'd like to see health IT go in the near future, uh, just as far as that you know continued role it will play in in improving patient care? Yes, I think uh, health IT needs to you know get more integrated with uh, healthcare operations, and I do see more and more in the future probably physicians and nurses holding my job. So that what's becoming more and more important is not managing IT, but how do you leverage IT for uh, benefit of our patients and providers? Right. Okay. I think that that, that answered um, the questions I had. I don't know if there was anything else you wanted to add, but I wanted to thank you so much for your time. No, thanks a lot, Kate. Uh, I think we covered a number of areas, and thank you for the opportunity to speak to you, and I certainly appreciate it. I, you know, I feel blessed every day that I work in healthcare and at Lakeland Health, as I'm sure many of my other colleagues do in healthcare. So thank you so much. Sure. I, I think that our listeners and readers will appreciate hearing about 
um, some of the, the unique projects you have going on. So, so thank you. And I'd like to catch up with you again in the future to, to see how things are going. Oh, wonderful, Kate. And thank you for the great work which you do as well. Sure. Thank you so much. And I'll, I'll be in touch soon. Okay. Take care. Thank you again. Sure. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.